Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons. So if you would like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. Um, if you can't afford monetary donations, we are also at facebook.com slash TTO pod. Uh, and if you would share us around and give us five star ratings on whatever podcast you're into, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. It's Don. Uh, just want to let you know we have a new affiliate with CW Spirits. It's an online uh, liquor store, and if you go and buy something from them, go and use our code TTOPOD at checkout, and you'll receive a 5% discount. Uh, we do ask that you drink responsibly. If you're trying to keep up with the two drink minimum episodes that we have, and you're out of liquor, uh, definitely go to CW Spirits. Again, use our code TTOPOD in the checkout, and you'll receive a 5% discount. Uh, thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. If living in the 80s taught me anything, if it's bad, it must be Satan. I'm Will Wally from Sharknado 3 and Devotion. Don't eat shit. Anyway, fuck <laughs> Candace Owen. Hey, well, yeah. yo, come on. Listen, Candace, figure it out. Are anyway. you from Canada? No. no. No, but I did do a show recently. Oh, so the last podcast I was on, I was advertising a show called Grumpy Old Men the Musical. Mm-hmm. And that musical is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wow. bad. But Fun, funny story. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, I mean... The thing is, what's so crazy about it is that everyone knows about Grumpy Old Men, the movie, and so everyone bought tickets to come I see it. I didn't even know about the movie. It's, dude, really, I mean, it's, it's sold Jack out. Jack Lemmon and Mar- Walton Ma- Walter Matthau. Yeah. Mm. Like, really famous. Oh, cool, good. It, what? It's yeah. sold out <laughs> famous immense, old people. I'll tell I you. I mean, that. I've heard their names. I'm just going to say, for, for Josh Rubin, listen, the, uh, the age range for the show was... Yeah, uh-huh. Is up there. Uh, and so... They bought tons of tickets. It basically sold out. And uh, again, it wasn't great. Yeah. It's just about two old guys trying to get into one old, old woman's, woman's panties. That's it. That's that's great. the entire plot. How riveting. But mm. but they had my character, which is a throwaway character, but I didn't care. I was getting paid for it. Uh-huh. But I will say, one of the I had a um a catchphrase, and it was you betcha. And for the entirety of the rehearsal process, I had no idea, like, why am I saying you betcha? And then one of the other actors, um, she comes up to me and she says, I figured out why your catchphrase is you betcha. And I'm like, why? Please tell me. And she says, well, if you say it in a Wisconsin accent or like a Fargo accent, uh-huh. you know, the, the, the show, the movie, it sounds like, oh, you betcha. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. So... My entire character has to be a Wisconsin accent. Yeah. Like, we'll give it a shot. And I was like, oh, you betcha. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, so I, and all the pieces came together in that it, moment. In the worst way. Yep. 
because of the time all my Wisconsin accents, and even right now, it just comes out almost Irish. It's it sounded yeah. more Swedish to me. Did it really? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> oh, you betcha. Oh, come on over to the house sometime. I'll tell you, you will have a good time. You bet. Give me that hoodie on that chair. Hand him that hoodie then. Holy bud. You're on the. Well, you're sitting on the hoodie then, aren't you? Well, you got to get off the hoodie so you can hand it to him. Oh, come on then. There we go. Did you say a fire roasted fuck? Fuck flake. Nice. Oh, a fire roasted fire fuck roasted flake, like fuck you said. Flick. Oh, a fuck flick. Yeah, fuck yeah flick. which is, I guess, what you would call a porno. Yeah. It's, it's Speaking a, it's of fuck porn, flicks, it's a fuck flick. Welcome everybody to Two Towns Over Satanic Sundays, and we are here for part two of the. I'm sexy- your applicant. <laughs> we are here for the part two, the sexy side of Aleister Crowley. Uh, as you can I'm hear, Josh, aka Fucklick. Yeah, Fucklick. As you can hear, we have uh, uh, Sharknado 3's very own and devoted and devotion, devotion. yes, devotions. devotions. Will Wiley, yes, and this is uh, I am Will Wiley from alcohol. Yes. <laughs> okay. That was a lot. Oh fuck! I poured a lot. You think? <laughs> I well, I kept pouring because it was funny <laughs> for the sound, but mm. we'll see if I drink all. And of here that. we are now. I, I, mm. Now we need a funnel. I might not drink all that. Uh, Will anyway. has just such a great understanding of the medium. Yes. <laughs> yes, he does. Thank you. Yes, the stage is Will's forte. Hi, Will Forte. Huh. Anyways. I love Will don't, Forte. Don't talk about people more famous than me. <laughs> I'm the famous person. This <laughs> I don't actually know who Will Forte is. Ever just say something so gross you Last hate it? What'd yeah. you say? Yeah, dude, I work on this podcast. Uh, nothing. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So when we left off, Crowley had performed the headless ritual at the Great Pyramid of Egypt and was given what would come to be known as the Law of Thelema from an entity called Iowas. Oh, there you go. The word Thelema came from Crowley's obsession with numerology and mythology. Now, Thelema is the Greek word for will. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not. Wait. Where is it? Right there. Thelema came from... Oh, wait. Thelema is the Greek word for will. That's what he wrote. (laughs) Sharknado 3's Thelema Wiley. Hi. Hi. You may all refer to me now as... Thelemaly? Thelemy. Thelemy. Uh, and using the alphanumeric system known as gematria, adding up the values and letters of the word equals 93. Which is my name. Will equals 93. Yes. So followers of Crowley will use the phrase 9393 as a salutation, meaning love and will. (laughs) Other? My brother in Christ. (laughs) You cannot... I'm suddenly realizing why I'm here today. So other significant words in Crowley's writings, such as Iowas, uh, Lastel, and Malay, also equal 93. Now it's up for debate if the name Iowas is a play on self-reflection, I was, or a cheeky play on the word Ayahuasca. It's that one. Yeah, one of the psychedelics used by Crowley during the ritual at the Pyramid. Now, many practitioners of the Book of the Law maintain that Crowley's vision was psychedelic self-reflection and that the sketch of Iowas being a self-portrait. Others believe that Ayahuasca itself is the gateway. (laughs) Nope, nope. (laughs) You're not getting away with that one, (laughs) Ruben. What do you do? 
you you too, said you actually said the word ayahuasca and Ruben said ka. <laughs> so, so he said ayahuasca. Yes, ayahuasca. Mm. That Ayos, might be a Ayos thing, Kaka. knowing Crowley, actually. It's a, yeah. it's a whole different energy. So many people believe that ayahuasca <laughs> itself is the gateway to commune with these entities. <clears throat> now, regardless of the origins of his new revelations, Crowley would dedicate the remainder of his life to the law of Thelema and would immediately jump back into his magic practices to further consort with ayahuas, or ayahuas. I'm fully Kuk. convinced that no matter what you believe, like spiritually, mm-hmm. if you take ayahuasca, you will see confirmation of that belief. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Ayahuasca is my least favorite name for a drug. Because every time someone says it, I'm like, where is that? (laughs) (laughs) Ayahuasca sounds like a place. It doesn't sound like something you take. It sounds like... Then just say DMT. Was it like... Was it in Ohio? Was it in Kentucky? Where's where's Ayahuasca? (laughs) I would think Iowa. Most... Yeah? Yeah. Iowa? Iowa. It's mostly in like Southern America. Yeah, Pussifer has a song called Bullet Train to Iowa. All right, first question. There's a band called Pussifer? Yeah, it's uh, led by uh, Maynard Chains Keenan from Tool. Well, it's his solo group. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Also, here's the big thing with ayahuasca DMT. Where's that? Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, ayahuasca DMT. That sounds like ayahuasca Detroit, Michigan. You know the three. You, <laughs> it's a Detroit. Oh. You sound. You know the three billboards outside of whatever the fuck Milwaukee or wherever. Ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. That's uh-huh. it's like two billboards later. Oh, uh, that's where it is. People who are spiritual and pretentious about being spiritual say ayahuasca. People who just do drugs call it DMT. Yeah. And well, people from the, the 1900s just call it ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> so, there it is. So soon after his first invocation, Rose became pregnant with their daughter. And in July of 1905, you're going to love this. Oh, no. You ready for this name? Nuit Ma'ahathor Hecate Safo Jezebel Lilith Crowley was born. God go name by damn. name. <laughs> no, it's crazy. First name. Nuit. N-U-I-T. Nuit. Oh. Do you think she did? No, that's it. That's definitely a play on the word. Do you think Inuit she... for sure? Yep. Second word. Ma'ahathor. Some fake Egyptian shit. Hecate. Real Egyptian shit. <laughs> Sappho. No, Hecate is Greek. A goddess, it, yeah, it's the green yeah. goddess of some shit. Yeah. And then what's up, Sappho? That's about lesbians, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, uh huh, it is. Jezebel, right. I don't. Let's that's not also about, about lesbians. That's also kind of yeah. about lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> Lilith, <clears throat> that's also kind of about lesbians. Yeah, yeah. And Crowley, well, Crowley was okay. Which is, you know, I mean, that's now, about also about lesbians. That's about bisexual. <laughs> He's still <laughs> developing his own mythology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna add to it. How are you gonna name your daughter Inuit, Egyptian, Greek, lesbian, 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 You can't give her one, not one good name. Come on, man. Please tell me she went by Lily. No, she went by Nuit. Well, she didn't go by much because. Do you think she did? Well, she didn't go no, by much. Do you, th- no, no, no. Do you she think didn't. she? Do you think she, she knew didn't. it? She didn't oh. know it. Don didn't even know <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, Ruben. <laughs> now Crowley would continue his expeditions and magical workings, traveling across Europe and Asia, and amassing a small following in the name of Thelema. In the name of Will. Yes. Got it. Stop. <laughs> now, when knew it, when knew it was two years old, the family would travel to Vietnam, and from there. Crowley would abandon Rose and the baby to see an old friend from the Golden Dawn, Elaine Simpson. 
Let the lama go, aka Free Willy. Don't. <laughs> Free the lama three, baby. I'm so, I'm so mad. <laughs> I now know I am here. Oh. Actually, no, that had nothing to do with it. Is it? Is it, Josh? I, it may yeah, be, I had nothing to he do. He had with nothing. It. I'm the only one that no. wrote the script, and he, I promise you. Script. I promise you, it was all the insanity that made me want you here, not the fact that Thelema means Will. God. Keep going. So, so yeah, he would visit an old friend from the Golden Dawn, Elaine Simpson, who lived this is basically a... a, (laughs) This is basically a um, a foreign language joke uh, that is essentially the same as the fire at will joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. Can I tell you that that's the one reason I didn't join the military? Oh, my God. I genuinely was going to join it. But then I heard a recruiter tell me, oh, you're going to hate fire at will. And he was right. (laughs) I just didn't join. I was like, I'm going to join the National Guard, you know, just like just like hang out and be be like a be a dude. And then they were like, oh, you're going to not fire at will. I was like, you're right. (laughs) I'm not going to like that. You know what? Good point. And so I had him take me back to my house and his government funded Jeep, which he was super proud of. Getting forced to run like 20 miles because when the drill instructor screamed fire at will, you said, no, don't. <laughs> uh, the amount of times I would have had to say that. <laughs> uh, getting, anyway. getting shot once because of that one roided up dude. Yeah. Uh huh. So <laughs> Elaine Simpson lived in Shanghai at the time. And over the next 12 days, the two conducted various magical ceremonies, mostly to prove the existence of Iowas to Elaine but eventually ceased when Simpson's husband returned cut. from aboard, abroad. Sorry. I was waiting for him to say cut, and he took so long to get sidetracked. <laughs> when Crowley returned to England, he received news via telegram that his daughter Newitt had passed away. Crowley was unmoved by Newitt. Damn. Crowley. Imagine you find out by text while you're cheating on your wife that your daughter died. Yeah. Fuck. No, this was, this was before text. This is pigeon. Yeah. So that's cr- that's kind of uh, almost what happens in uh, the last season of Peaky Blinders. So Crowley was unmoved by Newitt's death and blamed Rose. Claiming oh, have you not watched it yet? I've seen it. Oh, okay, seen great. It, seen it. Claiming that Newitt had died from typhoid due to Rose's neglect. Oh, wait. So he abandoned them and then claimed that it was Rose's fault. Yeah. Cool. Um, however, no formal record exists on Newitt's cause of death. Crowley would use this to torment Rose. Now, still married, they returned to their home in Scotland, where Rose would continue to reluctantly assist Crowley with his rituals for another two years. Now, according to Red here, unwillingly having sex with a man who you hate. Yeah. The amount of times I've heard my name in this this portion of the podcast is unnerving. So according, according to Rose's diary, he would bring his mistresses home and ritualistically abuse them while forcing Rose to watch. That's super fucked up. Sometimes he would bring them into their bed and force Rose to hang by her ankles in the closet. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Is this sex magic or is it just like... (laughs) This is just spousal abuse. This is just abuse. Now, during this time, Rose again gave birth to another daughter named Lola Zaza. Who was... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, okay. L.A. Zaza. <laughs> okay. This is a great time to bring up. What does Zaza mean? 
I don't know. Zozo's a demon. Because Zaza, is her last name Zozo or Zaza? No, her last name, her middle name is Zaza. Zaza. Okay, because it's just pizza. Lola, it's just pizza, Lola, right? Lola yeah. pizza, lasagna, Crowley. Her name is pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just want, just want to be sure. Well, I mean, it's a step up from lesbian, lesbian, lesbian. So. Well, I brought up the name Zaza, and the first thing that came up was a song by 6 9 Don't. <laughs> Can you recite some lyrics? Boom, boom, uh. Io, Ray, where the keys at? Hear that hot shit? We really pop shit. When we drop shit, you copped it. We really drop shit. And shit he did drop. Because <laughs> yes. Takeshi, Takashi 69 sucks. He didn't say any Zaza in that sentence, no. though. So, okay. So her, her, uh, her name is Pizza. Come yeah. On. Not long after Lola's birth, Crowley abused couple, abuse coupled with Rose's own alcoholism resulted in Rose being committed to an asylum after Crowley filed for divorce. Now, Lola would be taken into the custody of her uncle and his wife during and after Rose's institutionalization. Now, remaining undeterred by his family troubles, having abandoned them even before Lola's birth, Crowley focused his intentions on magical workings to further commune with Iowas and expand his growing following under the Book of the Law. What's crazy about all this is that Crowley is still only 16 years old. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I just don't. I don't know where what age he is Shit. at this point. He's, he's like, like pushing his... forty now. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> just haven't heard any updates he's of his age. So actually, it's like, he's just sixteen. Old to still be this physically active. Yeah. That's why he's still pulling shit like this up. I. You know what? Nope. Never mind. So Alistair would spend the next few years feuding with fellow cultists and magicians, <laughs> having affairs with various disciples, both men and women all while amassing a following under the law of Thelema. And in 1911, so he would have been 40, no, 36. Okay. Okay. Would openly expand his sexual magic practice with his publication of ceremonial poetry, The Book of Lies. Is this a recitation? We're about to get there, yes. Good. So Crowley's rising infamy, along with his knowledge of sex magic detailed in his book, caught the attention of Theodore Ruiz, Master Freemason and founder of the Rosicrucian Mystic Society, the Ordo Templae Orientis, which translates to the Order of Eastern Templar. Royce informed Crowley. Does that it? He, uh, look, I can only go by what I was told. I am not a fucking I'm linguistic. Not, I'm not getting at you. I'm getting at whatever Englishmen decided they knew Latin. Listen, <laughs> really? You know they just meant dark magicians. That's yeah. all they meant. It's all you, you. So yeah, you know what? I'm just a dark magician now. looking for my dark magician girl. So Roos informed Crowley so that he wholesome. had given away the greatest secret in occult history and promptly initiated Crowley into the ninth degree of the OTO and revealed the secret to him. The secret is that OTO? OTO. Order of Temple Orientis. I thought oh, that was God. a uh, boys to men song. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I like the Backstreet Boys cover better. The secret... <laughs> is that as a Freemason, you are promised immortality. The secret that Crowley uncovered was that immortality is attained through tantric sex magic. Hey, (laughs) of course it is. Does it explain how he discovered that? (laughs) No. No, I I feel like last episode might have. So Crowley found so much satisfaction (laughs) in the practice of sex magic that he pretty much focused on that for the remainder of his life. In 1912, 
Roos initiated Crowley into the 10th level of OTO, making him a grandmaster of a new English sect of the order. Mm. Crowley, Crowley heard that shit and he was like, this is for me. Yes. This is for me specifically. So reworking the order's Masonic. I just want to say, man, addiction is real. <laughs> and like he didn't have the resources that he needed to become like a good person. <laughs> but that does not excuse the shit that he has done already no, and no. The, some of the shit that he's gonna do. To be fair, At Uncle the Tom same thought time, he was gonna die. Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> do you think Uncle Tommy is sitting there looking at him now going, oh shit. Uncle Tom mm, and no. Free Will mm. are... Uncle Tom didn't give a shit. He was like, <laughs> alright, take your boy back. He was probably I'm gonna like... i take these prostitutes for myself. <laughs> he was probably like... You got damn right. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> I raised him right. I raised him right. <laughs> living in the country in like 1890. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah he's like, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so reworking the order's Masonic rituals to fit his perception of black magic, Crowley took to using the OTO to spread his message of Thelema. Now he would write many poems and ceremonies that are still in use by modern branches of the OTO to this day one of which became the staple of Thalamite rituals. The Gnostic Mass was written by Crowley in 1913 and describes a lengthy, elaborate, and multi-layered ritual wherein the Mass takes the symbolic positions of the Sephiroths in the Tree of Life, evoking the creation of the cosmos. Heavily inspired by rituals from the Book of the, Book of the Cow and the Egyptian Book of the Dead... Book of the Cow? The, the Gnostic... Book of the Cow? Yes. Like the Moo. Holy Cow? Mm-hmm. Like Moo? Yes. So the Gnostic Mass requires an altar facing towards Bolskin, <laughs> which, remember, is Crowley's home in Scotland, a priest, a priestess, a deacon, and two acolytes referred to in Libra 15, Chapter 4, as children. Now, the deacon would begin the ceremony by proclaiming the power of the Kabbalistic forces of masculine and feminine creation. The priest then reflects on the chaotic forces of creation, the sun, and the priestess would be the focus on the mother of creative forces, the moon and the earth. The children would offer the priestess to the high altar wherein she leads the mass through the invocation of the goddess Babylon, the Scarlet Woman. With a generative power of chaos reflected in the sacred lance of the priest and the nourishing force of Babylon reflected in the holy grail of the priestess, they copulate atop the sacred altar, symbolizing... <laughs> Will just had to get in close on the script as soon as Don said... Holy Lance and Holy Grail. There's some shit going on in the script. I had to make sure it was yes, real. Basically, what's <laughs> happening is that they're committing an act of sex in front of children. Well, they're not children. They're called children. They're acolytes. They're acolytes. So. They're in, the, ch children in the creation of, of the cosmos. Please continue. Children yes. of the Lama. They copulate atop the sacred altar, symbolizing the creation of the cosmos. Were you there? Because I don't trust anything this man does. See, me either. That's why when I die, I want to unlock replay mode where I can just go and I can see everything that's ever happened or ever plus, will yeah. happen. Ever. No, I don't want New Game Plus because that implies I have to play through it again. Uh, I want full – I want to be a formless – He wants to be able to look at the archives of the of the save state of the Earth. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, I want oh. save state manipulation. You just want to watch people do like speedruns. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't exactly want to confirm want. some of the crazy bad shit that I believe happened. So the pri- I do want to know for sure. So no, the priest... I'm with, happier being ignorant of that. With the declaration, O lion, O serpent, be mighty upon us, entreats the hermaphrodite Baphomet from the union of male and female energy, while the congregation recites the motto, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. The sacrament now complete, the Godhead achieved. That's that's some Assassin's Creed shit. <laughs> the mass partakes. What is it? it, what is it? Uh, everything is permitted. Nothing is uh, every, true. Everything is permitted. Nothing. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. That's the yeah. one. So the mass partakes in the communion with the consecration of the cake of light. Now the cake of light is the Gnostic mass Eucharist, similar to communion, wherein bread is consecrated as the body of Christ. The cakes are made from a mixture of honey, oh, herbal oils, fuck, and wine. So we're here. But most importantly, yeah. the bodily and orgasmic fluids from the priests and priestesses. Which brings me... Come cakes. Oh, fuck. You actually brought snacks. Wait a minute. Are we going to partake in the body of Crowley? Don brought zebra you know, cakes. I zebra wouldn't cakes? take this from you if they were not sealed when you opened them. And I need you to know <laughs> that I didn't know that that is how little I trusted you until this moment. Wait a second. <laughs> I figured, I figured, and we'll get to it in a second. The white represents the semen, the orgasmic fluids. What's the I brown? don't care. I'm so the hungry. I'm eating it right now. Come up. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. um, I'm going to eat it before you bring up the brown. <laughs> just want you to know. So the body and orgasmic fluid. In the book of the law, chapter three, it describes the use and sacred nature of bodily fluids as the sacrament to Ra Hor Kuit, the composite deity of Thelema, whose ayahuas serves as a messenger. Okay. The entire chapter deals with using bodily fluids and excrement as sacrament, but would be... Ex- Is that the brown part? That's the brown part. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I want to make sure. Yeah. Um as sacrament, but would be expanded upon further in the Gnostic Mass and the magic and theory in practice, describing the use of blood, semen, and feces as holy bodies to attract spirits and is in the invocation of Ra and Horus. I'm so glad you brought props for this. This is really good. Thank <laughs> this you. is so nice. Mm-hmm. The cake of light embodied the symbolic microcosm of creation with its consumption. I knew I would have too much shit to say about what he's talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a snack. He had to stuff your fucking mouth. <laughs> he literally had to fucking gag me. <laughs> Granting the practitioner uh, extra, extra dimensional power. Sad thing is, I didn't think about this. I don't get a chance to eat the shit. Um, well, it'd be, well, let's pause for a second. Yeah. Eat a snack. All right. So now we're back from our uh, golden cake. We had a snack, snack break. break. We ate our witch cakes. So turns out <laughs> it's Don. Yes. They Made were really good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So describing the use of blood, semen, and feces as holy bodies <laughs> to attract spirits and aid in the invocation of Rod Horus, the cake of light embodied the symbolic microcosm of creation with its consumption, granting the practitioner of extra dimensional These motherfuckers power. really were into scat and decided. We can make a religion out you of know, this. You know, we can, we can make we a religion, can make out, a religion out, of out of this every time. So the ritual is also said to only increase in power when the role of priestess is assumed by a submissive male. That feels like a Crowley thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and this is a quote from the book. For perfume, mix meal and honey and thick leavings of red wine. Then oil of a Okay, so now because of that, I believe that the children weren't children. <laughs> Uh, a bromelain and olive oil. Because Crowley was into some gay shit. And again, you do you, boo-boo. But like he was into some 
uh, abuse people. Yeah. In 1910s gay shit, which... Yeah. <sighs> not cool. So... Um, not cool. No, no. Afterwards, soften and smooth down with rich, fresh blood. The best blood is of the moon, monthly, and then the fresh blood of a child or dropping from the hate host of heaven, then of enemies, then of a priest or of the worshippers, last of some beast, no matter what, this burn of this make cakes and eat unto me. Now, understand his comment, the best blood is of the moon monthly. No, we get it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. I'm going to try to understand for a minute. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm there yet, but fucking, I'm trying. So Crowley. And to win it? And to win it. <laughs> so Crowley would go on to turn the Gnostic Mass into an initiation ritual to his 12th degree OTO magic system. Good. What? Much like Freemasonry, with the higher degrees delving into more depraved ritual workings, the revealing further secrets are and revealing further secrets to the initiates. Now, during the time with the OTO, Crowley would travel to the United this States. This motherfucker is really a 12th degree black belt. He, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Omega LARPer. <laughs> True. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think Alistair Crowley lifestyle. would be the most popular LARPer in every group. Oh, my God. The way he pronounces fireball before he casts it. Yeah. Fireball. My God. <laughs> Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Ooh, there it is. You warlock over here, okay, baby? A legend in the LARPing community. Yes. So during his time with the OTO, Crowley would travel to the United States, and after a lecture to recruit members to the Order in New York, he would meet his new Scarlet Woman, Leah Herzig. What is a Scarlet Woman? I mean, I know what it is, uh-huh. but like, what is it? It's in in the Thalema Scottish. religion. It's yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like a, a higher powered woman, kind of like a, a higher powered woman, like a, a powerful witch woman kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I really I... just hope it's his affinity for women with red hair. Yeah, like he he wrote it inside <laughs> the Scarlet Woman. She just got like big red hair. Remember, as we've like we established, he is just uh, a neckbeard. Yeah. So I have a very strong feeling one of our listeners will know about Thelema and will inform us exactly what a Scarlet Woman is. Probably. A will woman. A will woman. So Leah was drawn into There's the occult. women that will dates. So... No! <laughs> <laughs> nobody ready for them. So Leah was drawn into the occult. I, I know a couple of them and you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> had a pocket for that one, but bless. Savage. Savage. Bougie. Savage. Ratchet. He's, so, not, he's not wrong. Leah was drawn into the occult by her sister Alma and would immediately find a home within the Church of Thelema. Soon, devoting herself to the practice, and Alistair especially, she would be a driving force. Behind the sale of my teachings throughout Africa, Crowley wrote, or, yeah, what the hell? I, that should be. You wrote this. I know, but. Eh, Did hmm. he? Are you sure? Put it in italics. It might help. No, I messed up. His Behind the sale of his teachings throughout America, even after Crowley's death. Put a space. Oh, shit. You didn't put a space between his and teachings. <laughs> I just changed it from my to his. Okay, thank you. Herzig was previously married and had a son who accompanied her on various tours of the Order's Lodges and would fall pregnant with Crowley's child. This would be the same Leah that Crowley would make subject of his most infamous poem, Leah Sublime. <laughs> Hey, 
So it's the fucking, it's the Satanic Panic series. We fucking, we talked about it for so long and we want to do something extra special for it. So from now, the time you're hearing this until the end of January-ish, I don't know, maybe we'll be loose about it. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're we're winging it out here like I'm winging this little advertisement for you. Zero plans. Zero plans. And uh, so right now, until the end of January-ish, any new patrons or upgraded patrons, patrons who are already at the max tier, don't worry, you're already included, you're getting this. Any new patrons or patrons who upgrade their pledge during this time frame are going to get a for free give us your address because we want your address and we will send you a satanic panic t-shirt it's the it's with the new logo with the pentagram on it the one that you're seeing on the the feed right now for the series um get that logo on a t-shirt we want to get those out to you guys as soon as we can we're going to get them special made specifically for you guys so new patrons upgrading patrons and current $20 patrons send us on Patreon your shirt size and where we can send the t-shirt, whether it's uh, your actual address, which we want or a PO box so that we don't have to know where you actually live. Give us that information and we will get you your t-shirt. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, it's Don here, just breaking in the middle of the episode, just to let you know, we are about to read a couple Aleister Crowley poems that aren't for the faint of heart, um, or the strong of heart, or any consenting adult or uh, living human being. So you have been warned, I will put a timestamp in the description if you want to skip the poems, because uh, they dirty, and uh, we'll get back to it. Thank you. Here we go. Fucking oh. hate Sublime. Oh, what is that? <laughs> oh! Leah Sublime, goddess above me, snakes of the slime, illustria love me, our master the devil prospers the revel. Tread with your foot my heart till it hurt. Tread on it, put the smear of your Step dirt. Step on me, mommy. Yeah. Scribble, or, uh... Oh, my love, on my shame, on my love, on my shame, scribble your name, straddle your beast, my masterful bitch, with the thighs of your grease, with the sweat of your itch, spit on me, scarlet, mouth of my harlot, now from the from your wide raw cunt, the abyss, spin sprouting the tide of your sizzling piss, in my mouth, oh, my whore, let it pour, let it pour. Will has been brought to his feet. <laughs> You, you're stale like a mare and fart as you stale. Through, we'll watch out for my cat. Through straggled wet hair, you spout like a whale. Splash the manure and piss from the sewer. Down to me quick with your tooth on my lip and your hand on my prick. With feverish grip, my life as it drinks, how your breath stinks. Your hand, oh unclean, your hand that is wasted, your love in obscene. That would be enough, wouldn't it? It's not over. What? Black. Black masses that, that tasted your soul. It's your hand. Fill my prick stand. The second time. Your lifetimes from lewd little girl to mature. Worn whore that has chewed your own pile of manure. Your hand was the key to, and now you frig me to. Rub all the much of your cunt on me, Leah. <laughs> 
cunt left me. <laughs> Stop! I literally almost hit the space bar to pause. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Yo, scroll down. Scroll oh down. my god. <laughs> Three times. You gotta you have to go. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> Start from the first one. The Which, first C. This you, one. You know what it is. <laughs> You know what the C I'm talking about. Rub all the much, all the much of your cunt on me, Leah. Cunt, let me suck all your glued gonorrhea. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> glued! Glued! <laughs> cunt without end. Amen till you spend. Cunt, you have harbored all dirt and disease. And your slimy, unbarbered loose hole with its cheese. <laughs> my god fuck off yo listen listen people are like you have to write this listen i just copied and pasted listen listen (laughs) every fucking fox news anchor wants to talk about rap music (laughs) (laughs) Nicki minaj Nicki minaj ain't got (laughs) shit on this early 19th century that's what i'm saying this is 1912 or some shit this is 1912 wap crowley (laughs) way harder holy Holy fuck let's see here it's so long hashtag (laughs) i always see his heads about chewing and i'm not my god loose hole with it okay and it's monthlies and pox you chewer of cocks cunt you have sucked up pricks you squirted out fetuses fuck till bastards you blurted out into space spend on my face Rub all your gleet away. In- gleet! <laughs> Envenom the arrow. May your pox eat away. Me to the marrow. Cunt, you have got me. I love you to rot me. Spin oh again. Lash me. Leah, one spasm. Scream to splash me. Slime of the chasm. Choke oh, me with split of your so belly's filth. Uh, Sow belly. belly filth. Stab your demonic demoniac smile to my brain soak me in cognac cunt and cocaine that's bars that's that's bars bars. (laughs) go back (laughs) that motherfucker said the last three Oh my God! Smi- uh, smile to my brain. Soak me in cognac, cunt, and cocaine. Holy, <laughs> that's that's bars. fucking good. That's fire. <laughs> but there's more. There's more. <laughs> but we might have got like three sentences. Like, oh, those are good. But like, what else do we have? Sprawl on me. Imagine <laughs> our reaction now. But also, we've never heard a rap song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know what I'm saying? This is this is. Way beyond the pale. I just want you to know that one of the lines in this is about to be smear diarrhea. So I just <laughs> Yo, want you to know. Yo, he's already talking about gonorrhea and shit. That's like, true. Oh, sprawl on me, sit on my mouth, Leah. Spit, shit on me, slut. Creamy the curds that drip from your gut. Greasy the turds dribble your dung on the tip of my tongue. Churn on me, Leah. Twists on your thighs. Smear diarrhea into my eyes. Splutter out shit from the bottomless pit. Turn to me, chew it with Leah, with oh. me, Leah, whore. Vomit it, spew it, and lick it once more. We can make lust, drunk on disgust. Splay out your gut, your asshole, my lover. You buggering <laughs> slut, I know where to shove her. There she goes, plumb up the foul bitch's bum. Sack full of skin and bone as I speak. I'll bugger your grin into a sheik. Bugger, you <laughs> slut. Bugger your gut. Wriggle, you hog. Wrench at the pin. Wrench at it, drag it, drag it half out, suck it in. Scream, you hog dirt, you. I want it to hurt you. 
Beast lioness squirt from your cocksucker's hole. Belch out the dirt from your syphilis soul. Splutter foul words through your supper. Through your supper. We're on dirt. page four. <laughs> the fourth page. Oh my god. Of this absolute. Go on. <laughs> Please no. Through your supper of turds, may the devil our lord. Bro, your if soul. anybody ever writes a poem like this about you, you have my personal permission to stab them in the fucking eye. I'll like, marry them. <laughs> I'll marry that person. Oh. If someone ever like comes at me with this shit, I'm like, you should marry me 100%. Uh, soul scribble over with sayings of odor. Call me your lover, slave of the gut, of the arse of the slut. He published this! Yes. Call me Publicly! Your s- call it was me popular. Call me your sewer or split of split and snot. You fart sniffer chewer of the shit in your slot. Call me that as you wave uh, uh, in the rape of your slave. Fuck shit, let me come. <laughs> that's not a that's not a line. This that's, is just dictated from his sex. This yeah, is just yeah. his dirty talk. That yeah. was fuck, fuck shit, let me come. Like, it's just a last real fuck I've spent in your bum. Shit, give me the muck from the whore's arse slick. Dirt of my prick, eat it, you sow. I'm your dog. Fuck shit, swallow it now. Rest for a bit. <laughs> Satan, you gave a crown to your slave. I am your fate on your belly above you. I swear it by Satan. Leah, I love you. I'm going insane. Do it again. Wow. Yep, that was a love poem. Fuck shit, cover me now. It's my favorite thing. Now, the next one is a little shorter. It's a lot shorter. Here's here's the fucked up thing, right? Is that's disgusting, but it's actually kind of good. It's actually... (laughs) In in the present year, the year of our Lord. It's actually... That's not... The common era. That's... (laughs) Now, keep in mind, at this time, Albert Fish was alive. This I was, just want, and loving this and loving this. This was like, yeah. I just. Want, oh, I didn't even think about that. I just want everyone to just imagine. <laughs> no, that you are living in 1915 or whatever. And is this when prohibition is happening in America? And this is before this is why Slightly, prohibition happened. Yeah, <laughs> yes. That's my point. Is that this shit right here would have scared the fuck out of politicians? Holy shit. Listen, we all like alcohol, but this man... I don't know why he's German. <laughs> but this guy who, is, who, who's, who published this... Ooh! Lot of, too spicy. lot of shit! It's too spicy. It's too spicy. So, we have to get rid of the alcohol. The can second you, poem. Can you pause real quick before you read the second yeah, one? one? Because I need all of you to know... I, mean, I wasn't four wrong. fucking pages. Five pages or some shit. It was five, five and a half, if not only... Like, five-ass pages of... Yeah. That's why I wanted that. to go ahead and record the second episode because I knew most of the pages were going to be that that. Holy! Poem. So the next poem, much oh, shorter, is called you. "When Celia Farts." Would you repeat that for the audience who may not have heard that? When Celia farts. So when Celia does what? Farts. Good. Also when... fascinating to under- to learn that a hundred years ago we were still using fart. Yeah. When Celia comes, tis earthquake hour, the bed vibrates like kettle drums. It is a grand display of power. When Celia comes, when Celia farts, my hasty nose sniffs up the fragrance from her parts. 
shamed are the violets and the rose when Syria farts. And up exhales a greasy stench from which you curses the careless wench. So things which must not be expressed when plumped into the reeking chest send up an excremental smell to taint the pots from which they fell. The <laughs> petticoats and ground perfume or gown perfume which waft a stink round every room. Thus finishing his grand survey, disgusted Strephon stole away, repeating in his amorous fits, O Celia, Celia, Celia shits. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck that sentence specifically. <laughs> 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 o Celia, Celia, Celia shits. What <sighs> the fuck? <laughs> okay. You know, These are poems. A man in nineteen oh, like nineteen ten, wrote. Yeah. And published. And published. Dude. Not yeah. just wrote, and they found them later. He publicly yeah. published this. You can today buy that book. Yeah. In for like for anyone to just pick yeah. up and buy. You could go to Amazon and how buy how much? That book. How much is the book? <laughs> And someone looked at Are up? you trying to work like a, a game up? No, no, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just trying, <laughs> trying to understand what what's the. It's called the Book of Lies. It, it, the Book of Lies. Wait, does that imply that all of the book is lies? I what was the, what was the title of the first poem? Uh, uh, Leah Sublime. Leah Sublime. Yep. God, right. it would be a better Sublime, wouldn't it? So, gaining a steady membership, Crowley sought to establish a base for himself and his students' magical workings. Collecting finances from his various followers, Crowley and Leia would purchase a small house in Sicily, Italy, consecrating it as the Abbey of Philema. It was here during their time at the Abbey that the magicians would delve into a higher degree rituals in Crowley's system. This would primarily include mass orgies, featuring the consumption of human excrement and animal blood. To adherents of Thalamite practices, this was seen as a way to purify the soul-viewing disgust at such acts as the constraint of, to the rules and boundaries of the physical realm, thus reaching enlightenment by overcoming these constraints. Listen, okay, I wasn't <laughs> yeah. going to say anything, but like, if you... you have a battle royale next door? Yeah. Yeah, it's, they, it's more like Lord of the Flies. Yeah. It seems like every Sunday while we record, they bring like... 20, 20 some odd children into the they house and they around. just fight, yeah. I guess. Have y'all talked about this? No. But go ahead. Seems like. <laughs> just ignore it. Somebody's getting their ass whooped. Uh, <laughs> in, in child fight club. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. After school, after church fight it club. It is the unfortunate foster children's. It's foster's home for fighting children. Um. <laughs> I was wondering if it was I was just hearing things or if it was the gin, but I'm not sure. Listen, okay, I wasn't gonna say anything because you know, consenting adults, we're pretty sex positive here. But if you are eating if you are eating poop, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Or like... even and if you're like, I'm gonna, don't associate with me. I don't want <laughs> or you at least brush at your all. teeth. Nope, not even that. <laughs> I don't want you close. I don't even meet chitlins. Fuck right off with that nonsense. Now these rituals would take place in what was known. You know as... what? I'm better. I'm I'm more okay with weird furries, the weird ones. <laughs> yeah, the bad ones, the oh. bad ones, than people who are into scat play. You ever seen two jet planes? Fuck. We had that I discussion have... during yes. Mothman. Yep. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> I know. I feel like I was. It was a nice. Little you know, back. I'm more okay with that thing that Josh made us watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing. Will knows the thing. I know the thing. 
So um, these rituals would take place in <laughs> what was... He still doesn't know, I don't think. So these rituals would take place in what was known... <laughs> That's the funniest part. I know. These rituals would take place in what was known as the Nightmare Room, where practitioners would conduct magical ceremonies to grotesque murals Crowley had painted on the walls to Thalamite deities. They were all shaped like penises. <laughs> in 1923... Were buttholes or vaginas or... Boobs, probably. So Crowley was 48 at this point. In 1923, Oxford student and Crowley... And still a fucking freak? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Crowley devotee Raoul Loveday died at the Abbey with his wife Betty fleeing the church. Raoul had died of dysentery, an inflammatory disease... What? Of the... No way. Yeah. yeah. An inflammatory Oregon disease trail. of the instance. <laughs> you, you know I have an Oregon Trail t-shirt? You really? That just, it has the wagon with the buffalo pulling it, and it just says, you have died of dysentery. Uh, I love that. Ah, I good. love that. Have you ever My heard favorite the... shirt. My favorite part about that is it never elaborated on what dysentery is. Yeah. No. It's like, you just died. Dysentery. Well, that was because it was supposed to be an educational thing. The teacher was supposed to have told you what dysentery was. Of course. You literally shit yourself to death. (laughs) So, dysentery is an inflammatory disease of the intestines caused by the body's response. (laughs) No, no, no. Did you you really write that in the script? (laughs) He did! He did! He put that in the script! He described dysentery! Yes! Don, you're an absolute fucking genius. <laughs> we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have any followers if we didn't have Don. No. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so dysentery is an inflammatory disease of the intestines caused by the body's response to infectious bacteria. I the wonder mo- how that happened. The most common cause of dysentery is the accidental consumption of feces. Or the on purpose... <laughs> uh-huh. Don't do it. It will literally kill you. Stop. Hey. Ah, they can fix dysentery now. I'm Will Wally from Sharknado 3 and Devotion. Don't eat shit. <laughs> shit. That's there, there's your, your stinger. P- that's dun, your PSA. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> don't, don't do That's it. the intro, by yeah, the way, uh-huh. for this week. What, don't eat shit? Yeah, it's just, I'm, hi, I'm, I'm double, don't eat shit, and then that's the, that's <laughs> it. That's the rest of the... No, that's actually the intro right there. <laughs> it's not mine, <laughs> yeah. it's his. Oh, no, 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 I don't think you've listened to it. We, we have, I'll show you later. Okay. So the Italian press sensationalized the story, and after public outcry, Prime Minister Benito Mussolini shut down the Abbey and kicked Crowley out of Italy. I don't want to say that Mussolini did anything that I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> but how fucked up? However, is... however, if you're gonna give him that, one... might be the one good movie he made. How... One lowercase W. <laughs> One incredibly lowercase W. So how fucked up do you have to be for Benito Mussolini to say, nah, man. Not here. Not here, here, dude. Nope. You gotta gotta (laughs) cut that shit. You just read it. saying. He's like, all right, listen. Shut it down. Like, I can't have this in my country. He walked in himself. (laughs) So (laughs) I sent sent Mark uh, the picture of, of Will reacting to the poem. And then he was like, Wait, what's that? And so I sent him the poem. <laughs> Marcus just replied, Jesus suffering fuck. <laughs> Mark Cameron, 8.45 p.m. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, January 15th, Sunday, uh, Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> just, just so you know. So not long after, Crowley and Leah's daughter, and I swear I'm not making this up, Poopy, Died on October 12th. <laughs> uh, for, it, it for, wait, 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 for, for scientific purposes, please repeat the last sentence. 
not long after his daughter, or not long after, his and Leah's daughter, it might be Poopy. No, it's Poopy. It's Poopy. You know died what it is. on October twelfth. P O U P E. Yes. You know what it is. P O U P E E. That's Poopy. That's poopy. died on October twelfth, nineteen twenty three, on Crowley's forty fifth birthday. So just. I wonder if it has anything to do with his hygienic habits. <laughs> Like what he was eating. Or perhaps what he allowed to have around his house an infant child. B. It's an audio medium, my friend. I know. I... <laughs> <laughs> There's some moments I just don't want to be on audio. <laughs> like me saying poopy multiple times. <laughs> you just forgot because of how fucking buck wild this shit is. I'm actually going to, before I leave, I'm actually going to have to record a trigger warning just to put before the poem. Careful yeah. of the poops. Yes. Because I like it feels like you shouldn't have to, but definitely. Yeah. <laughs> like it uses the C word a lot. A lot. So just as it seems Crowley's reputation word. as the wickedest man in the world might bring an end yes, to the his practices. Word. Theodore Roos mysteriously died of a stroke, leaving the OTA without a leader. I don't really think it's that mysterious. I don't either. I think yeah. he had a stroke because of their, you know, everything they were doing. So yep. being Roos's second in command, Crowley. Because remember, it's not just about scat; it's also about drugs. Yes, uh, I forget scat's another word for that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, scooby blah blah. Yeah. Oh, there was a joke like on the internet for a long time where anytime you would like ask for the sauce on a on a porn picture, yeah. Uh, the name that you would be given would be like the world's most famous scat porn actress. So you would go to search her. <laughs> and you like, get what like you got. Ghost, ghosty shit. Yeah. So. Be- oh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, Will. Yeah, so no. I brought it up. What did you say? I said, I brought up Goatsy. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, Ruben. I hate that image. It's really oh. not even the worst of them. Oh, no, no but it. That's see, like, I'm not remembering the original Goatsy that went around or whatever, but I am remembering the images that followed shortly after that one of how bad uh-huh. can it get? Well, I mean, it's True. like. And it gets yeah. pretty goddamn uh-huh. bad. You, you do one thing and then there's like someone else like, I can do better. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. there's, there's always someone who's saying that. One upsmanship exists in every profession. Every profession. So, being Roos's second in command, Crowley assumed the role of the outer head of the OTO and would serve as its functioning leader until his death in 1947. Don, can I just say, I have so much respect of how indomitable you are when we go on a tangent and you're just right back in the script. <laughs> I have He's to. gotten so good He's at so it. so good at it, so dude. We are like 120 it. episodes in. I, I know. I just, if I don't... It honestly makes it... Way less stressful to be in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just... know, like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want, and Don w- just kind of knows when it's time to cut us off. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. We were just talking about some, like, degenerate goatsy shit, and then Don was like, and then Crowley <laughs> did some other fucked up shit here you have to know about now. I'm, I have so much respect for that. You have to know about is the perfect way to describe this podcast yeah. for us. <laughs> like, it's... The reason I the reason I know that eleven pages is a full episode. That's why I knew this was a two parter. Yeah, because it take you like twenty minutes to write it if you're if you're as lazy as I am. If I read it out loud, I automatically double the time that it took me to know how long the episode is. When we add a third person with the charisma like you. I triple the time. Let me just say, for everyone listening, 
Don here is a fucking genius. I am. <laughs> fucking yes. respect, follow, subscribe, it's, it's so and pay this man science. money because he's so smart. God damn it. No, that's the intro. I love you, brother. <laughs> so now fully able... Oh, he's getting... No, yeah, on the real. Like, I go on oh, some shit like that at least once a week. Come like, on. it's Come like... On. So now fully able to rebrand the OTO with the Lamech practices, Crowley once again traveled west, spreading his teachings of sex magic unabridged to the Masonic lecture it's halls just across America. Sex. It really is <laughs> just sex magic. He's, he's only just doing sex. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's no magic. Like, even... The sex is magical. That's fine, but like... (laughs) (laughs) He's always talking about the ritual, and you know it's just a euphemism for that time he had a woman shit on his chest, yeah, or whatever the fuck he had to do, like... It's two words, Oh, and then you did drugs, and so you saw the god Thalonin or whatever. Iowas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he eventually made his way to Pasadena, California, where he settled for a time at the Agape Lodge. This man is from Scotland, England, the U.S., and also California, Egypt. Egypt. No, this man's from hell. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So um, you're not wrong. So the Agape Lodge would become significant later as one of the only remaining locations that remained active after World War II. Also, for what he did, he has a vampire-ass name. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and none of the shit he did is really, like, other than drinking animal blood, maybe. None of the other shit is, like, very vampire He did all. drink human blood. He drank he- yeah. shit. They would mix menstrual blood and shit in the cakes. Yeah. That's... That's yeah. Okay. It's different than literally oh, draining the blood. Jelly-filled zebra cakes? No. That would have been better. Sorry. No. Shit. So No, I mean like people rich people eat their placentas now. Yeah. Which is yeah. Rich about as bad. Now, so what? They, they eat, eat bugs. bugs. Everybody That's fine. eats bugs now. That's whatever. That's just protein. So this lodge would become a spiritual haven for various notable figures, including veteran... And that's what Crowley did for you all, okay? He (laughs) made it to where I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Eat bugs, I guess. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Including veteran actor John Carradine, L. Ron Hubbard... Yeah, oh, this yeah. is the one. That's John L. Ron Hubbard is That's involved. Scans. And the enigmatic founder of NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab, Jack Parsons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, dude, L. Ron was fucking insane. Yes. He was insane. And they modeled a bunch of the shit they did off of Crowley. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. That wasn't Mr. Hands, was it? Who's Mr. Hands? No. Oh, no, Mr. that's a guy that fucked a horse and died because of it. Oh. Well, the horse fucked him, but yes, well, yeah. you're not wrong. So the latter two, so Hubbard and Have you Jack- seen the video? There's, there's we'll, a video. We'll, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's I, let's say it's harrowing, to say the least. It's it's a lot. I remember so, when that video went around. Yeah. yeah. So Parsons and Hubbard would uh, later attempt rituals together based on Crowley's teachings. In 1946, Jack Parsons, his wife, actress that and poet... That was the jet propulsion guy? Yes. Yes. Uh, his wife, actress and poet Marjorie Cameron, and Hubbard, under Crowley's supervision, would conduct a sex, ma- sex magic ritual known as the Babylon Working. This is the one I was talking about earlier. So Crowley- This is why I asked about uh, Hubbard. No, I said Lovecraft earlier, but yeah. I meant L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, Jack Parsons... Yeah. Almost directly responsible for, for our ability to go to the moon. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So Crowley's It's night- like him and the women who literally hand wove yeah. the computer bits yeah. for the fucking and shuttle. And Alistair Crowley, pretty responsible for Jack Parsons. Yeah. 
So Crowley's, they were in a what? rocketry club together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Crowley's 1918 book. Moonshot. Also, sorry, I'm so sorry. We're gonna have to do an Elrond episode. Oh we're, yeah, we're gonna do Scientology soon. I mean, because... he seems to be a little involved in Crowley. Yeah, yeah. he so... literally Crowley was one of his fucking mentors. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Wait, Crowley mentored. Jack L. Parsons, Hubbard. L. Ron yeah. Hubbard, and yeah. the other one that you said. That David, or John Carradine. Yeah, John Whoa. Carradine. Yeah. I don't remember what he was fucking he was the, I know he was the wild. father of David Crowley Carradine, the guy touches from Kung Fu. And, way more than you oh, think. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. And one of the, the guys from um, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, Crowley's 1918 book, Moonchild, describes an unnamed ritual wherein... Evoked through the chaotic union, the child of the goddess Babylon is conceived, and the magician becomes king of his mental universe. The dark magician. Marjorie was to bear the child of light, ushering in a new era for Hubbard and Parsons to rule. And although she never conceived, Jack always maintained that it was a resounding success. Parsons' advancements in creating solid and liquid fuel-based rockets are still in use today by NASA and the U.S. military under the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, or JPL. While Parsons was eventually dismissed from his workings with uh, the government, there is a JPL that is a uh, just like Jacksonville Power and Light. Yeah, that's yeah, different. Uh-huh. that's different. <laughs> he continued his experiments, both scientific and magical. Later, taking his works to the Israeli military, writing the Book of the Antichrist and the Book of Babylon, Parsons would declare himself Balerion, an incarnation of the Antichrist, to spread the word of Thalama. Now, Parsons would uh, be killed in a large explosion. Yeah, Will, you don't understand. Like, this podcast by itself has desensitized me to sentences like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, I really I'm... appreciate you being here and reacting to shit like the guy who invented rockets, basically. Yeah. Uh, also became a Satanist Thalenum sex magic. sex magic worker. Real happy to learn that now. <laughs> Honest to God, like, oh, I mean, he's not involved right now, but like, holy. This is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. I'm I'm glad to be it's here. It's everyone, dude. It's everyone in history. All of them somehow. There's always like, hey, you know what? What about Satan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm great at rockets. That's I'll going make, in the intro, you guys. Make, so what about uh, Satan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will has given us so many to pick from. Oh, it's going to be a 45-minute like... intro. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I know how to make rockets like real good, but like... What about Satan? <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> so Parsons would be killed in a large explosion in his home laboratory in 1952 at the age of 37 while working on an unexpected supply of missile equipment from the Army. Elron Hubbard would take his experiences with Crowley and the OTO and channel them into his book Dianetics, informing the basis of his own cult, the Church of Scientology. Dianetics yeah, I called it a cult. Junior, much better than Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> Given the mutual success of the two individuals involved, it is up for debate if the Babylon working ritual was indeed a success. It was. I mean, the man made so much money off of his quote unquote cult. Yeah. Elron Hubbard. Hard. Uh, basically crewed a fleet with Girl Scouts. Basically. Yeah. For and a then billion took years. them out to international waters. Yeah. Man, we are going to get in a lot of trouble with the Church of Scientology. Oh, oh no. Oh, did you, ever, did you ever tell you about my <laughs> one interaction with the Church of Scientology? No. So there is a place next to uh, this place called Spaghetti Warehouse in Tampa. And I did a bunch of improv shows there. 
And one night, me and my crew decided to go next door because we knew this Church of Scientology was right there. I like how he's whispering Church of Scientology like they're going to hear him. <laughs> they're going to hear They him. will. They <laughs> might. Listen, they we walked in. If, if, if you were there, if you were there, we, listen, we walked there. We there was it was gated off. It's not like an actual church. You can't just walk in and look at the uh, you know the inside of it and 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 like like it, yeah, like you can't take in Jesus or whatever. You can't take in the Jesus of uh, Hubbard. Uh, so you 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 go to the gate and you're like, wow, this is the Church of Scientology. And straight up, me and my two cohort were just sitting there. Some dude. In full men in black fit, <laughs> starts walking towards the gate aggressively. Yeah, and I'm not talking like, like, like just, just it's a random guy walking. He's like, fucking Secret Service, like, like the T1000. He's <laughs> T1000ing us. He's dude. literally Tom Cruising. We lit. We literally <laughs> ran away. We were scared. <laughs> <laughs> We had a gate between us, and I was—I've never been so afraid in my life that I had to run away from someone who was like in a different plane. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. ran from him, and we were like, "Are we okay?" Like, yeah, the gate didn't open. Of course, it didn't open. He was guarding the gate, but it was terrifying. <laughs> he just—he was so tall and so terrifying. I didn't—I didn't want it. Anyway, thank you, Elrond. <laughs> so that—so that's the thing now that we just have. He was looking for gold in the ocean. Yeah. So, uh, what a fucking crazy man. He's I mean, we almost died. That's um that's that's the story I'm gonna stick to. They've so, committed federal crimes yeah. to become a religion. So Crowley had performed the ritual twenty times prior to Parson and Hubbard's attempt. In 1924, after the exile from Italy, Crowley returned to Paris with Leah. While Leia returned to America to resume her occupation as a school teacher. Yo! <laughs> Yo! Yes, Leia Sublime was a school teacher. You know what? Get your get your freak God on, girl. Whatever. Damn it. Okay, so you this You know is... what? Hey, listen. Mm? More power to her. <laughs> so I left this in the script, but it is less power to him, but more power to her. You it know? started as an April Fool's Day joke. Uh-huh. But the article that I, or the video and everything that I got all this information from uh-huh. treated it like it was real. Is it? No. It's completely false, but it is an urban legend, okay. which is what we specialize in. But here we go. That's we crypt- used to, anyway. The following sentence is now cryptid. It's a so, cryptid sentence. So Crowley would take up with a new mistress, Pauline Pierce, an American socialite whom he initially hired as his magical assistant. At the time... Magical assistant. Yes. In fucking the biggest air quotes you can imagine. Dark magician girl. Crowley, having now long gone <laughs> having now long gone through his parents' financial inheritance, was living with his friend and author Frank Harris. Alistair would detail the Babylon working ritual in his magical diaries with Pierce and Harris as his partners in the chaotic union. Pauline would return to her husband, Marvin Pierce, president of the McCall Publishing Group in 1924. And on June 8th, 1925, her daughter Barbara Pierce was born. But from normal means, but from normal means with Marvin Pierce as her father, Barbara would grow up to marry a prominent member of the Secretive Skull and Bone Society, director of the CIA, and 41st President of the United States, George H.W. Bush. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew this was gonna be Barbara Bush. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you heard Barbara and, and you knew. Yes. And literally immediately. The, 
Because oh, yeah, sure. I was telling for Cindy, sure. I was writing this out. I was like, do you believe this shit? As I just... soon as you said 1925, that's when I knew. I was like, and their daughter was born in 1920. Pierce. Oh. So I, you know, I was telling Cindy, do you believe? I can't believe this is crazy. And she goes, are you sure? I'm like, look, I got this, you know, I've been. Yeah, and I looked it up. Barbara Bush, Alistair Crowley, and they were pictures, side by side pictures of Crowley and Barbara Bush, and they look <laughs> a lot alike. Yeah, now, like, well, and then like an hour or two later, Cindy goes, uh, "I just want to let you know, um, I researched it, and it started as an April Fool's Day joke about four years ago." And I was like, "Okay, but I'm still leaving it in." Good. Oh, absolutely. So by 1926, the incidents in Italy had tarnished what reputation Crowley had left. Amongst the public, and his continued magical workings would prove more and more difficult as a. You know what's wild? I'm so sorry. You're gonna have to do that part again. But the crazy thing about that um, urban legend April April Fools thing is that if you look into like one out of eight politicians or some stupid number like that, they are from a cult, like or some of them are currently in them. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, there's like a there was a uh, lady senator. The amount of cults that have come out of Harvard, in my own opinion, is insane. Yeah, like listen, there are women who were were or maybe still are in Congress or the Senate or somewhere. I don't remember, but they like high up in government from Nexium. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna talk about that at some point too. Fucking crazy. And it all begins at Crowley. Yep. It all yep. begins from Crowley, brother. Dead so in, yes. in, yeah. in 1926, the incidents in Italy had tarnished what reputation Crowley had left amongst the public, and his continued magical workings would prove more and more difficult as his following in Europe dwindled. In 1932, he returned to England and never left again. His continuing message was the teachings of Thelema. His fortune long since dried up, he spent the remainder of his years living hand-to-mouth. Nowhere have I ever heard anything about what the teachings are. Oh, no, it's just do what the fuck you want. Yeah, I forget yeah, what that uh-huh. yeah the teaching is of will. <laughs> so his fortune long since dried up, he spent the remainder of his years living hand-to-mouth and staying Be with... Be free, vi- Willie. And staying Stop. with various acquaintances <laughs> before Stop. ending up in a boarding house in Hastings. His life of excess and debauchery had left him with nothing but a crippling heroin addiction and infamy. Desperate for money, he sued a writer for libel that described him as a black magician. Crowley's He's like, por- I'm white. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's the dark magician. Yeah. So Crowley's pornographic poetry was read out in the courtroom. And the oh wi- my and his, God. And the wife of Raoul Loveday testified to, his, to the events that took place in the Abbey of Thelema. Imagine a whole courtroom full of people reacting exactly like Will was <laughs> to that poem. The- Holy... <laughs> Hysteria. Like, That's not real. Just like just like lo- like looming into the, the actual writing. It's like <laughs> So the judge was appalled by the testimony and stated, In forty years of justice, I have never heard of such wickedness. Justice. And Alistair Crowley's like Thank, Thank you. you, Your Honor. So Crowley died in Hastings. I wanted to go deep into sin, you see. <laughs> he died. He got that guac. So Crowley died in Hastings on December 1st, 1947. On December 1st. God damn. We did it. We made it through Crowley. We got to the other side. Mr. Crowley. So real quick, before we, we wrap up, a real quick programming note. Um, my ideas were bigger than my head. Or my time, I should say. 
Um, yeah, you got a big head, man. The idea, fuck your mama. The idea <laughs> was to do this chronologically and spin Crowley the middle sure of this, would. the middle of this, the series in the eighties. But I just did a two-part episode script, and technically, the next episode should be Anton Levey. And I'm still reading that biography. So we are probably going to intersperse the 80s uh, stuff, such as the satanic toys and Dungeons and Dragons, in amongst the bigger stories like LeVay and and, uh, West Memphis 3 and things like that. That's really the only way I'm going to be able to do it. Yeah. So we're human beings. Yes. Which, by the way, like Crowley totally invented LARPing. Oh, he did. (laughs) They all so pirates <laughs> pirates invented LARPing way back in like the 1600s, but sure. Um, like that's that. real. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. <laughs> we can't do what we planned because of the restrictions on our time. And this isn't our full-time job. So share this yes. with whoever the fuck you can so that it can be. Yep. And then we can give you what we promised when we promised it. Yeah, uh, we have finally gotten back on track. So, patrons, you will be receiving your episodes a week ahead of time, including as of this episode. You, you as know of, that because no, you as got of this the first, yeah, yeah, you already know that. I should have said that at the end of the first episode. Oh well, but that also includes midweeks. We are now ahead on midweek episodes, so we are back on track. Everything is coming together as planned. Time. Don't say that. Don't say it like that because otherwise, don't, don't say it again. Everything say sucks. It twice. Yeah. Uh, life's a kinky bitch. Bend mm-hmm. over and grab some lube because life's going to fuck you. And um, I think with that. Be good to yourselves. There you go. <laughs> That's why you grab some lube. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Fuck tongue cancer specifically. Yeah, tongue cancer specifically this Hear week. about that. I don't know if you're more resilient than I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> After this, I feel like you deserve a rest. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.